everybody. Welcome to Mindset Nebula, where we discuss everything about experiences in the world of SAP, technology and design. Today, we are paying respects to the experiences of women in the world of IT and SAP. I'm Parvati Shankar, the head or managing director of Mindset in India and a longtime SAP veteran, having worked across development, go-to-market, product management, and even headed IT at a customer's site. Together with me, I have women of Mindset who make Mindset tick across different functions. So I will introduce them. So Amy, welcome. You're the head of marketing. So say hello and some words to our read- listeners. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Pro. Um, yes, I am the Senior Director of Marketing at Mindset. I'm really excited to be here for International Women's Day with an all-women panel, something I don't think we've ever had before. We've come close, but um, but this is this is really great for us. Um, and uh, I'm super excited in today's topic. So while I'm a marketer, um, I've worked exclusively at technology companies for over 25 years. So I've seen a lot of changes in relationship to um, women in all sorts of roles at technology companies and, um, and where we're at today. And uh, so very, very excited for today's discussion. Thank you so much, Amy. You were instrumental in setting this up. So really excited to be here. Uh, Pargavi is our head of uh, HR and operations manager from India. Pargavi, over to you. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Bhargavi. As a HR person, it's my responsibility to, to make sure that all the policies and end-to-exit cycle of all the employees are set in the organization. And parallelly, I also take care of uh, resource management for the projects. So whenever is, there's a requirement for project, I make sure that uh, resources are allocated there. Yes, I started my career with IT, so I've seen a lot of growth. And uh, if you take me as an example, where I started and where I am today, actually, uh, there's a lot of uh, difference there. So excited to be here on this call. Very nice. Thank you, Bhargavi. So now over to Navnita. She's one of our technology team leads in India. So really coming from the hardcore of technology. Navnita, say hello to the listeners. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, and a happy Women's Day for all. And uh, I am Navnita Nalamada. I'm a team lead in Mindset India. I have seven years of experience in SAP Fury. Uh, when I started my journey in the fresher in the quality ideas lab uh, we don't know for the technology but for now we are also in the sap world uh, very excited to being on a panel we can see the discussion in the further thank you thank you navnita now we go over to rama harihara subramanian our sap technical consultant rama over to you yeah. Hi. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Rama, and I joined Mindset just recently as a technical consultant. But I've been uh, working in the IT industry for more than eight years now. And uh, yeah, here I uh, I'm going to be part of the SAP UX as a developer. And uh, I'm very passionate about talking about, uh, you know, women empowerment and feminism. And this is definitely a very interesting uh, discussion to be part of. And I'm happy to be here. And yeah, looking forward to the discussion. Thank you, Rama. And last but not the least, Sarah is a beloved uh, senior account executive who's just so wonderful with our customers. And not only that, she runs many, many initiatives for our contribution to the social causes. Sarah, over to you. Thanks, Peru. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Senior Account Executive here at Mindset, been here for about three years now, but I've been working in the IT space as a sales conduit to technical teams for um, almost a decade. So super excited here to be talking about the role that women have in supporting each other and in empowering each other in the business space, specifically when it comes to traditionally male-oriented industries like tech. So super excited to be here today. Great, thank you. So I think uh, when we think in terms of International Women's Day, so as Navnita said, happy Women's Day to everybody. 
the main theme of this Women's Day is about coming together and under the gender equality for a sustainable tomorrow. Um, everything is about the next generation and how are we going to keep our world a sustainable one for the next generation. So that, I think that is an am amazing theme. The gender equality has been a theme in the market for a really long time. So I'm looking forward to discussing here what are the different opinions on both these topics. But at the same time, I think I'm also curious about what made people come into IT. Uh, especially, uh, I mean, if you consider my journey in India, that was a very normal thing, even from the time decades ago when I started. I don't want to say how many decades. This is a normal comment I make in all nebulas. But uh, when I started, it was the starting of the computer era when it was just beginning to become mainstream in India. And it was just normal for everybody to consider uh, computer science, including women. So it was uh, in India, a normal thing for uh, everybody to go into STEM and computer was the shining armor at that point of time. I'm curious about everybody else. What made you come into the IT industry? Sure. Yep, I can start. Um, so I... Uh, being a marketer, so, and I think people that have been in marketing can kind of appreciate this, um, and, and being in Minneapolis. So I started my career in Minneapolis I, uh, and still live in Minnesota. And so when you're a marketing person, you kind of start your career. And, and uh, while marketing has a lot of similar characteristics, depending on what you're marketing, um, there are areas that make it where once you select an environment that you're going to be in, you sort of stay there. So there's people that specialize in uh, medical marketing or consumer packaged goods marketing or technology marketing. So for me, I, you know, I started with a tech firm. Um, as you mentioned uh, in your story, Peru, my story too, it, technology was really, um, uh, you know, very different than it is today, but definitely gaining a lot of momentum. And um, I had started with some pretty innovative technology companies here at, in Minneapolis and, and then just continued to work at, at a lot of different tech organizations. So it's, a, it's an industry I really love and, um, and have been thrilled actually to have been um, used my marketing skills to, to market technology companies for all this time. So, yeah. Who's next? I'm basically from Bangalore, born and brought up here. So Bangalore is one of the core IT hubs in India. So when I started my career, it was like all big buildings, all glass uh, buildings. So that is where it was like so impressive. That time we didn't know much. It, it was like booming industry, especially in Bangalore. So it was like forced to go since I'm a non-technical person and I was into HR and uh, operations. So that's where I started my career uh, since uh, that is what was growing in the region where I stay. Yeah, uh, so I can go, I could go next. Uh, so during my high school, uh, I was like more interested in physics, but uh, you know, in, the, in India, it's like girls, uh, they prefer uh, if they in generally it's preferred that you know girls generally uh, uh, till towards biology and like biological sciences you know chemistry and all but I was always I never liked biology uh, so and I could never like uh, do um, I never thought of going in a scientist kind of path uh, but as Bhar, um, as Paru said uh, we are generally uh, we tend to take up engineering in India. I mean, that's the next step. Uh, so I eventually went and I was, uh, I mean, it was a natural path to just take up IT. There was like, uh, there's no uh, second thoughts to it. You just take it. And I mean, that's the natural step uh, in your career. Uh, that's how I entered. Uh, uh, I mean, I had my step into IT. And I think since then I've been in the IT industry and I've never had problems with it. And I do love uh, technology. I love to code. So I think I've uh, been comfortable in this uh, area and uh, I'm happy to be here. I think, and that natural part definitely worked for me. Sarah? 
Yeah, for me, I fell into IT by happenstance. So I always like to joke that it's a little bit of opposites attract because as much as I admire you ladies for being able to code and get into numbers and math and everything, that is the complete opposite of where my brain is attracted to. And I think, you know, getting into the industry it was just a really great match where I could bring my skills in terms of words and talking and building relationships and really pairing well with technology folks who have the opposite type of skill set as me. So it's been a really interesting world for me to be immersed in for the last few years and still can't do anything in SAP other than spell it, but it's been awesome to work with people who are really, really great at it. Sarah, I'm really impressed that you said SAP because that's the first thing that uh, people learn in the SAP world, right? So not SAP, but SAP. I got that one. Navnita, do you just want to introduce that? Yeah, uh, when I came to this industry because of my father, uh, because uh, I'm a good at uh, mathematics, I take in the MPC for the intermediate. After that, he joined, forcefully he joined in the CSC in BTEC. Uh, after that, I have started with the learning. Uh, when we do the one software, right? Uh, what are the software when we click on the go button, what we have to fetch the data and how the background was working. I, I'm a little bit curious about that. That's why I'm uh, taking on uh, seriously and uh, I have get into this development part. When we here join, right, uh, we can learn on the more on the real time applications, how we are doing. In the past, we don't know for the theoretical knowledge, but uh, here once we join, right, uh, we know the all uh, technical knowledge. That's why I joined in the SAP technology. Sorry, technology. Cool. And uh, what have been your experiences, Navnita, as a woman? in the technology area? Yeah, I think uh, I did not face uh, more tech uh, challenges here because of uh, before I'm, I'm staying in the quality IDAS lab and after that mindset, we don't have a huge uh, difference for here. Uh, compared to here, other companies, uh, I heard my friends, uh, these are the uh, challenges they faced, but here the friendly nature and uh, friendly movements are there. There is no very uh, depth culture here. Uh, we are friendly. All our men or women is both are same here. Not exactly we say both are different. But sometimes uh, we feel uh, some women can do 10 things in at a time, but men cannot do uh, 10 times in <laughs> at a time. I heard that. <laughs> I believe that also. <laughs> I have one at home. <laughs> When he does one thing, he can only do that one thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's in the IT as well, right? So I think that's yeah. the interesting part of it. So, yeah. Uh, I think for me, it is kind of interesting uh, because uh, when I was studying, I did not face too much of uh, problems with uh, which path to take. Interestingly, the generation before me, they always went into arts, the women. Uh, probably because of marriageable age and all those things. But for our generation, all my um, classmates, they all went into engineering and uh, all the women as well as the men, a lot of the men, either medicine or engineering. And for me, it was, I went into physics, in fact, Rama, and then came into computer science. So it was a no brainer to go into STEM and IT. But once I was in the industry at that point of time, I, I did face quite a bit of discrimination. And that being said, things are so different today because there was this image about going to customers that women couldn't go to customers at that point of time. And until I moved to Germany, I did not have those opportunities. There was the image that women are more shy and sitting back. And I'm, I think all of you can say that I'm not shy at all. Mm -hmm. And that is <laughs> so from that perspective, there are quite a few things uh, 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 that I felt uh, that I didn't realize at that point of time it was because of a woman thing because as a woman you just think it's a natural behavior since the whole society behaves that way but at later point of time when all this women's movement came I just realized okay that happened to me and I've seen a lot of times when it has happened it's happened to others and you become aware because of the discussions around and as I said that being said nowadays not so much what has been your experiences it's so interesting hearing, you know, your perspective on that, Peru. And I think I, I sometimes I wonder if 
Um, I mean, I, I suppose everybody, when they get 20 years or something into a career, they have a perspective that it feels like everything's changed so much. And I think, you know, it's, it is, it's so remarkably different. Like, um, that work is so remarkably different, right? Not just the treatment of women, but, um, like the, the attire people wear to work, how we work, where we work, it's just been so much of a change, um, that, that of course, you know, it's time for, for women to, um, to be in a different place than they were. And, but, but I, I do think change happens in some areas more quickly and others more slowly. So, um, so yeah, so, but, but I'm hoping, um, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I, I agree with your comment that discrimination, I think happened. I, I think the, I, I'm really interested because recently we've been watching a lot of LinkedIn learning uh, classes here at Mindset. And there's one on gender equity that talks about both, um, you know, the biases that women face even today, but also the biases that we put on ourselves. And, and I was spending a lot of time in preparation for this meeting, thinking about, you know, how women have changed in the time that I've been in the workplace. And when I started at technology companies, you'd find women in the marketing department, in the sales department, in HR, and in finance, and very in, infrequently in engineering um, or in tech support or in customer service. And, and over time, that's really changed. Um, and it's not 50-50 yet, but it's getting much better that, that some of those roles, um, more there's more you know, places for women in, in all of those roles. But I, I do think like women thought leaders, you know, for PR, for being industry influencers, there's still such a lack of women industry influencers. Um, you know, I think women are incredibly entrepreneurial and I think full of really interesting insights. But but for whatever reason, I think that we we have a hill yet to get over um, that the women own to become those industry thought leaders. We have a great one in Yelena who couldn't be with us today because she's on vacation. Um, but there's so few women thought leaders in technology or few women speakers. And so, Peru, I, I mean, I really admire everything that you've done because you're sort of right on the leading edge of that. But um, so, I don't know, my, my, my feeling on it is we've come really far, but we still have we have a ways to go and, and some of it, women own the accountability for making that happen. Yeah. Amy will say, I'm still shy about something. So yeah. just refrain from saying that. So. Yeah. Maybe it's shyness. I don't know. I think it's, yeah. it's equity. Um, yeah. I'm not sure when you guys were, were being brought up, but for me, humbleness was something that was taught to me quite differently than what my brother was taught. So, you know, even in the same family system, so I'm curious, do you think that that internal teaching that young girls should be, you know, quieter, more humble, all of those things and just kind of expected to succeed? Have you, you know, experienced that? I'm, gonna, I'm interested in hearing what Bargavi's opinion on this would be because she leads HR. But one thing, I, in my experience, I, I do think women tend to be more collaborative. And I think that, um, and so it's not necessarily a comfortable place to stand out and say, this is my idea and I own it. Um, but, and I do think humbleness um, and, and trying to be a humble person plays into it. But Bargavi, what, your focus is HR. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I actually relate to what Sarah told. This was like, even I have a elder brother. It's like two different direction how we are grown up. But as we grew up before, I think so when we were younger, they were explored to more others, uh, like connecting with other people, let it be talking and all. But as we grew up, he started coming down. He started shying away, but I started getting explored to the system. So uh, that differences as we grow up, it will change is what I feel. And now that's what uh, I actually feel after, especially being in human resource, I get to connect with people irrespective of gender. We understand them more better than men, men understanding themselves. 
because that compatibility or that motherly nature usually we get from the time we are born so we understand their emotions or their uh, expectation what they require let it be uh, in personal life or the professional life uh, uh, women are better in uh, mentoring men Ramana Navneeta Yep I uh, definitely agree with both Sara and Bhargavi and I do have a younger brother so uh, I mean right from the beginning uh, like uh, I feel if not in the um, corporate world right uh, the struggle for women I feel starts from their family like from a younger age so even when um, Uh, be it small things like you know going for an industrial visit you know when you talk to your parents about going to an industrial visit you are i mean uh, it could be due to protection or what but you are protected a lot compared to your siblings or your male uh, siblings so uh, the uh, i think the struggle starts from there because after that even when you want to do or pick a particular uh, kind of career there's uh, an apprehension at home you know if uh, with the uh, what involves in your career path be it lot of traveling staying uh, late at work so these uh, i think women were would have to i mean are uh, had to struggle uh, from uh, right from the beginning to get into uh, a career or be tech or any career and then uh, succeeding further so i think for me i feel the struggle begins at home and then we, uh, some people have had to fight it and uh, i i we see many women fighting it out and you know have uh, paved their own path and uh, you know achieved success but i uh, feel it doesn't it hasn't come easy for them but we do see more uh, women uh, you know going against the wave and achieving what they uh, have to and succeeding in it i think i mean that's what uh, i feel yeah i think that's what keeps us pushing to uh, do more you know the more uh, um, i mean uh, going against the wave like the more we are pushed we uh, try to uh, fight back and you know uh, we are more motivated to achieve more and to um, show the world so that's what i think uh, keeps many women uh, thriving and um, have that uh, fire in them to uh, do more do better and achieve more so i don't know how many of the rest of you have daughters i have a daughter who's college aged and um yeah i i think you're right i think that whole idea of pushing forward is such an important one i i i make a conscious effort to give her different advice than the advice that i got and i i want her outlook to be different than my outlook is right so i think back to even sarah's first remark which was you feel like you know humbleness and 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 um it's so hard to be different um you can be aware of of the fact that you should be different but actually being different is harder so so i i hope that yeah just like you know we sort of stood on the shoulders of the women who got women into the workplace hopefully um the next generations can stand on our shoulders and speak up for themselves a little bit better but Um, I think I probably had a very different experience. My parents were kind of pushing me to make sure that I got out there, but we were two daughters, you know, so that could contribute to that. Yeah, Amita, last year during the Women's Day, you told me some interesting things about your journey uh, as a woman in the tech world, right? So, yeah, we come from the former background. Uh, we are uh, we we are staying on the village uh, only for uh, our education. my family was shifted to nalgonda in uh, what we are doing uh, my brother and uh, i have two sisters i am uh, the youngest one and uh, my brother was educating on the btech uh, mechanical engineering and my two sisters was married and uh, they are homemakers and uh, now uh, my turn uh, my father was uh, very interested to being on a education family and uh, i have to go actually in the doctor but uh, i don't have interest in the physics and chemistry these things i didn't get that and uh, that's why he pushed it into the engineering field uh, then i started with this uh, career they are very supported and uh, my fo- my brother was pushed to me a lot uh, because he already staying in the engineering 
background right uh, he is pushed out me and uh, i am only one uh, for the uh, software side uh, i think uh, my relative also don't uh, don't have doing uh, job uh, i think i am of the first person maybe some of the people say i am the inspiration how we are doing in the software side <laughs> i think uh, what it. is very yeah, what is very interesting is uh, the starting seems to be very very equal for a lot of us yeah. right so that is uh, yeah um i'm just uh, wondering also um, uh, so i think uh, one of the things that i do find in the development world is the kind of work that is given as well right so when i started out for example i was put on to uh, programs that were more related to tech, uh, testing uh, and so on rather than actual pro, uh, uh, business processes and so on and i had to really ask for the business process so it was all the men put on to the business process and then me on to the testing till i proved myself right so as long as everything worked then at that point of time i would get the nicer opportunities there was just one manager who kind of gave me um the program to write um, uh, to stop mrp run at a time when i did not even know what was mrp and that was for me uh, absolutely stunning because you you learn a whole business process so i think even the type of work that was given in the initial days and you have to prove yourself prove yourself prove yourself and then you get the plum jobs so how was the experience for all of you from that perspective and again mindset was very different i got a really nice opportunity first and then <laughs> yeah so how was it for all of you uh, no well i think at the work friend i did not face much i did not face much um, differences uh, there with the work i think i've always uh, got uh, work at par uh, yeah but uh, i think um, why i think when we are given like new projects probably there's an um, uh, unknown bias which we don't which is not very evident but say you have a good project in some other location there is certain uh, hesitancy in uh, you know when it comes to uh, giving that project to uh, women than men because uh, there is an unmentioned um, or uh, un unmentioned bias that you know they wouldn't want to travel or you or you know uh, they would more uh, they would be more focused towards family and they wouldn't be willing to travel so i think there have been cases as such but i personally haven't faced that but uh, definitely if there are certain uh, tasks which require you to uh, stay late uh, i think there's a pre assumption that you wouldn't want to do that so i think those are very minor things which i have um, seen but uh, i've not seen at a larger scale like i've not experienced uh, it first hand uh, at a larger scale for me uh, actually uh, i just started my career a decade ago so all the great women out there had set the expectation so that's when everything started like equality all these things but it's not only the it industry what i have observed uh, observed as a non technical person is there's a lot of bias between technical and non technical things so that's where every time our non technical people get biased because uh, actually if uh, at all in my perception non technical people actually spend a lot of time and they have a lot of work it's not like something related to technical coding that you have five steps to do well let it be human resource or an admin person to just come to get one result they have to work on multiple things and even the pay let it be the pay scale or the responsibilities or the way they are treated overall always the technical people used to get a little more that high level of uh, respect compared to non technical so uh, i think so that Uh, thing we have to now concentrate once the gender equality along with that i think so we should not have this uh, differentiation is what i feel hargavi i don't think that has changed yet so <laughs> it keeps on going at least we have to make sure and try to reduce that <laughs> yeah. 
I can certainly relate to that, you know, walking into rooms where I'm meeting with technical leaderships from large organizations, they typically tend to be a lot of males in the room on those decisions processes and walking in there, I feel like not only do I have that bias of not being a technical person, I have the bias of being a female and not knowing what they need, right? Not understanding it. Um, and I have to kind of over work extra hard to overcome that barrier of understanding that I can comprehend what you're doing. I can understand it from a non-technical perspective and be able to bring the correct solution to it. So definitely something that I feel like I still have to fight a bit in certain places. Yeah, that's that's such an amazing comment, Sarah. I, you know, I think I think the the reality is like no matter who you look, no matter what woman you look at in practically any work environment right now, I think you have to think to yourself. What a superwoman, because I do think even even now, and I think that LinkedIn learning course uh, on gender equity that we just were recently watching, uh, I just recently watched in preparation for this, talks about the fact that, you know, women work like twice as hard to just be competent, right? Like, like there's, there's no, it doesn't feel like there's any room for, for misstep, right? And and, and I don't think it depends, it matters what walk of, of work you're in, whether it's, it's finance or HR, um, IT, it, you know, the, I think the, the expectation on women um, is, is so high. And I think the expectations women put on themselves in the workforce are so high that, um, that, you know, honestly, everybody that you work with, I think the well, mindset surrounded with, we have a ton of remarkable people at mindset of all genders. Um, um, but that said, I think that, you know, the admiration that I have for other women that um, are, are being successful um, really speaks to how much work it takes to be seen as competent because, because it, it doesn't come easy. You have to work very hard to get, I think, the status that, um, that that you have and and you're only as good as your last success I think so having to get over that hill in a sales setting I think um you know I think it speaks to what a fantastic salesperson you are Sarah and Thanks. <laughs> but but it's you know I think it's just yeah it's in in a way I feel like that's sort of one of those unique gender things where just you have to the pressure to be excellent all the time, I think is true for all of us, right? Mm -hmm. It is, uh, I mean, if you also look at the whole multitasking aspect that we mentioned in the beginning, right? So there is the, uh, in, I mean, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves that we are super women at home, then we are super women at work, and then we really have to put our best feel foot forward at work and we feel disturbed if we don't put our best fo uh, foot forward at work. And uh, I think for people like Amy, you, Sarah, and so, uh, also Rama, Navnita, Pargavi, all of you interact with a lot with not just people in the organization, you also interact with people outside the organization. So there is uh, the whole aspect of a strange world out there also expecting a lot from you. So, which is also there for men, but I think we take it much more personally, putting a lot of standards on ourselves than perhaps men. I, I have seen so many instances where the same situation, men will just brush the th whole thing aside and we will be boiling it in our head thinking through <laughs> how could we have done it better, right? So <laughs> there are a lot of these kind of Mm, let's say very subtle things that we ourselves put pressure, uh, we ourselves take the pressure. I don't know whether all of you have the same ex experience. I have that at least. So, no, Bhargavi is very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely echo uh, that feeling of, you know, uh, of doing it. Um, perfectly or doing it uh, very well so that you know nobody uh, questions you or you know and I do keep wondering like did I do it uh, well or should I have done it uh, in a better way could have uh, done more I, I should be putting more efforts so that's generally uh, you know there uh, that's where it comes to you know proving yourself so you're always 
on the um uh, uh, you're all, always want to you know prove uh, and you feel that uh, okay i'm doing good uh, that i think somewhere we want to reassure ourselves that okay we uh, are here and uh, we uh, i think uh, that all uh, in the back of the mind it comes uh, with uh proving yourself proving to the world outside that okay you have uh, if you've come uh, or if uh, you've achieved a certain level you deserve it i think there i think there's that inherent uh, need to keep proving to the world and proving to yourself that you're doing good i think that's where this feeling comes in that you know you, you don't want somebody saying okay you weren't able to do this because you had these these things you know i think that's where we want to overachieve overdo our things so that nobody questions uh, our ability i think that's where that feeling uh, comes in most of the time yeah totally i think the margin of error for women that we put on ourselves and that we anticipate others put on us is much smaller than our male counterparts and i think unfortunately we don't believe that there is a comeback story, right? So if you have a setback, if you make a mistake, all of those things, because you already have to fight so hard to be where you are, the anticipation of any type of step back from that, for me is, you know, terrifying. And that's something where, just like you said, Rama, like having to overachieve just to feel like you're on a normal level of expectation is something that I can certainly relate to. Right. And see how easily we took the blame on ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> மல்டிபிள் வேஸ் ஹவு வி ஹாவ் டு டூ பெட்டர் அண்ட் ஹவு வி ஹாவ் டு ரைட் மினிமல் கோட் வித் எக்ஸ்ட்ரா uh filters these all things i will think in the before itself but uh, i don't think uh, i am a good i am not i am at good in project uh, every time i will think i am only low with person and uh, i have to do better way like that i will think in my inside of my heart and uh, i will start the any work uh, with uh, exp- uh, no expectations uh, because if we uh, put on the full expectation we not able to reach our goal i will put no e- no expectation but we have to reach our goal in the 100% like that every year i will just like then <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think uh, another aspect that i kept thinking about while preparing for this is the social setting right um how easily uh, people go out together and hang out and there it's not it may may not be just a, a men women thing but generally we hesitate to push our way and ask for a general social gathering or anything on the sera you're pretty good at setting up these corporate social responsibility thing but generally um if we look at um going out for drinks it's typically uh, comes from the uh, men they go out and we tag along at least my experience uh, some uh, it's really we take the initiative and set that running um, i'm i like drinks so i might do that but just <laughs> general situation so what has been your experience along that about the men club actually in germany i had quite a lot of that in fact it was even difficult to break into those men clubs right so yeah i think you know i think that that's one of those things that yeah it, one of the things that they covered in linkedin learning again and i keep bringing this this course up but it was really so instructional because i think that you know the 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 biases that we all have to overcome is people like to socialize with people like themselves right and so that that um uh so so part of the power of that particular course was talking about how you need to overcome the biases that are just unconscious and and i think that one of the things about socializing and and even it's even beyond just socializing it's styles of socializing the banter the jokes the um what 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 activity gets done is you know there's i think what's comfortable for some groups of people is not necessarily comfortable for other groups of people and so um 
So, you know, I, I think that when, when I said at the beginning, I think that we've come really far, but there's still places to go. I think that that's one of those areas where there's really places to go because, um, because it, it is, it is, uh, it's definitely, um, you know, it's a barrier. It's a barrier to being accepted and it's a barrier to feeling accepted. Um, but it's, it's very difficult, I think, to say, hey, you guys are going out and I want to go with you. Or can we pick a time to go out when it's, it works for me to go out? Because I think so often, um, uh, well, parents, for example, need to rush home to, to take care of children or to, um, uh, to do other things. And so even even in in some settings, just when those events happen um, is 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 a factor that sort of excludes groups of people by accident. I think that's a lot of what a good mentor can do too. So I had a a mentor early in my career who gave me the insight of sometimes in those social settings is when conversations happen. And if you want to be a part of those conversations, you need to be present and you need to feel comfortable taking up space in that regard because you're just as welcome there as anyone else is. And I really took that to heart and drove that and, you know, do my best to make sure that inclusive of others, especially women for different settings like that. I'm not saying that's how it should be necessarily, but I think, you know, encouraging each other to keep showing up, to put yourself out there, to get outside your comfort zone and know that you are just as important as anyone else who's around that table. That's a very good point, Sarah, because it ties up to that whole aspect of we women don't ask, we assume, right? So Mm -hmm. uh, we assume uh, and we take things personally. So um, because we take things personally, perhaps we even don't ask and clarify, can we go? Um, And this was not just a women-men thing. I moved to Brussels and I was working over there. The first meeting that I had, we were all sitting in the meeting room. I was uh, heading HRIT and all of a sudden it was a vendor presentation and everybody, there was a break and everybody got up and left the room together. And I was very new, so I didn't know what was happening. And there was one person who stayed back and I asked him what is happening. And he said, oh, they're all smokers. They've gone to smoke. Mm. And uh, Mm. I was like, oh, okay. And then Mm. I thought for like a couple of minutes and I said, let's also go because he and I did not smoke and he was waiting for me. And we said yes. And half the discussion happened in that smoking corner. So it is kind of interesting. If we don't push ourselves in any kind of situation, we will miss out on that discussion. So uh, typically, if I was at the start of my career, I wouldn't have even said, let's go. I would have just waited very politely over there till all of them came back, right? But I must say, I became a passive smoker after that for three years. So. <laughs> Yes. I had to find the direction of the wind and hide from the wind, you know. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's definitely true in many settings. And this reminds me of, I mean, I'm a very big Friends fan. So this definitely reminds me of one uh, scene where, you know, Rachel faces the same thing and she has, she puts herself uh, and uh, she participates passively in their discussions. But yeah, that's a common thing to happen. <laughs> Uh, actually, I've made it the practice. Uh, my husband is uh, is into alcohol beverages industry from the time he started. So I used to go to a lot of these events. Like there, he, I get to know a lot of people. Introduction happens, but they keep talking something and all. First, at least a couple of parties and gatherings, I was actually silent because when they talk about politics or like too much depth of technology, politics, I'm not at all interested. Technology, I understand to a certain level. Then I started stopping. These are the things I understand. Please talk something apart from this so that I can also be part. After I started raising my voice, then the conversation started changing. Then I started enjoying. So I think so when we do not understand, at least we have to stop and ask what is happening. So that might uh, really help. In fact, that's a power of us women, actually, that we can stop and ask for that change to happen. Because one of the things, even Bhargavi, to what you said earlier, you're not from the technology background, but you're working in a technology company, right? Or Sarah, you also mentioned the same. And 
we tend to be surrounded by people who speak SAP, SAP, SAP. I grew, uh, I worked in Waldorf. I lived in Waldorf for a long time where only SAP people were there. And all our dinner conversations, everything was SAP, SAP. I knew CRM better than all my CRM friends just because of the dinner conversation. So, and, and you tend to realize because maybe you're a woman that there's somebody excluded. And we are able to pull that person into the conversation by slowly. This has, uh, I've seen a couple of my friends do that. They slowly change the conversation to include another person. And I think that's a power we have just because we feel discriminated. I think we are able to recognize those situations better, right? So many of you read Yelena's blog? Yes. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> Related to it? Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah I, yeah so um yeah for those listening so we're talking about Yelena Perfilieva's uh recent blog and it, the tale on it is I'm not taking your meeting notes or something roughly around around that and um yeah I think she she was kind of making two points in honor of of International Women's Day one was um that we need to get away from male-centric gender pronouns um, in the workplace. And then the other one is that being a, a singular female developer, she's often asked to take notes in meetings. And um, yeah, I, I think, I think uh, that one resonated certainly for me. You know, earlier in my career, it used to be because people said, you know, oh, you have the most readable handwriting. Um, I still, I still find myself doing it like, and it's typing now, so everybody could do it, but, um, but yeah, I, I, it was such a great, because it just made me think about something that I never think about. So, right. yeah. Another thing I always notice is women come into the room and they're bringing water for themselves and they just ask, uh, who wants water? And then they leave the room, even though the meeting has started to get water. And I'm like, okay, I mean. You can stay, you know, whoever wants can go and get it, right? Mm -hmm. So, but it's it's the caring nature that we have, I think. And, and maybe we should just make others care for us sometimes, right? So, yeah. Yeah. I think another thing that she touched on was the he, she, and that I find really difficult because there are many times in my narrative I'm used to writing he, and then I have to remember these days that that doesn't have to be a he. So uh, it's a... Again, something conscious, it's changing world and we need to be conscious of it, right? So. Cool, any other thoughts anybody else has? What about sustainability and women? Our role in that? So I think there for me, it is really about us uh, giving to the next generation a kind of value system, right? That uh, to respect, irrespective of women or any kind of diversity, what that is and making sure that people respect that diversity in different people and take that uh, very seriously. And also kind of look into some care about what is happening in the world and leave a better yeah. place. I think that care aspect can come from us very easily. So, Hargavi, Navnita, Rama, Sarah, any thoughts? I, I can see any nodding. Yeah. <laughs> I started that paru with my son. <laughs> So now only like what actually what I kept in mind is that bias actually should not we should not increase that uh, since we have some knowledge about it and we face few situations in our past what uh, I've made is at least uh, let for my son I do not do that so I make sure that he also plays with a kitchen set and also he plays with cars it's not only the cars that he gets so let it be household course anything he's always involved with me and now it's also become a routine like whatever small thing I do including folding clothes uh, he'll be part of uh, that uh, this one and it's it's nice I think so he's learning uh, that and it's my responsibility to make sure that it continues for a very long time <laughs> yeah I do agree and uh, uh, I think uh, going forward we shouldn't uh, have I think somewhere uh, with women uh, equality uh, there's uh, a bias towards men too of being the sole uh, bread uh, uh, winner for the family I think uh, with the uh, 
when we say like women should be able to do whatever they want i think if men uh, want to take a back seat i think uh, going ahead that should how that should be how we see uh, everyone like you know uh, giving everyone the freedom to do and choose what they want to do uh, that comes right from uh, to uh, starting starting with choosing their career and uh, what do they want to do uh, you know say uh, there are many uh, men too who would want to uh, who are comfortable and would be happy to be a home a maker while uh, their partners uh, earn so i think uh, that's where i see uh, the future going wherein you know we don't assign a specific role to any uh, gender or any person and as uh, bhagavi mentioned it's uh, like everyone has uh, an equal uh, everyone should have an equal uh, choice to do whatever they want and should be involved in all aspects of uh, life and uh, you know um, do not limit a person to a specific role or a specific core I think that's uh, how I see the future going. Namnita, any thoughts? Ah, uh, yeah, Paru. Ah, uh, in village background, ah, uh, not here. Ah, uh, village background, they did not ah uh, do for girls. Ah, uh, we have to do this thing, and the boys, we have to do these things. They are putting their role in the childhood itself. I think ah, uh, the parents should have to change, and ah, uh, they have to come up with ah uh, a. a boy or girl uh, they have to do uh, any any work not only this thing not only this thing we they have to do any boy work uh, can do by girl girl work to do boy this change come from the parents only then uh, the parents will change right automatically the child also will be changed mm-hmm. that is my concern yeah. major mm-hmm. yeah completely agree i think uh... when the parents don't make that uh, a discrimination that is exactly when the children learn as well right so it's maybe also a hint for us at workplace that we don't make any discrimination with regard to um men women and all the tasks are given equally and uh, financially as well uh, everybody is on an equal par so yeah. i think that's something still to strive towards cool i think does anybody have any other thoughts before we wrap up okay then i think we have actually covered almost an hour that is really surprising uh, uh, so thanks a lot it is great to have everybody here and a big happy women's day from mindset nebula to everyone <laughs> and uh, you. hope you all enjoy so Thanks a lot Sarah and everyone. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Happy Women's Day. Happy Women's Day all. Bye.